Welcome back to the Golden Perceptions Podcast. I am Angel. And I am KB. Welcome back, guys. How are you doing Welcome tonight, friend? I am well. How about you? I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm doing okay. I have you no sure? complaints. I'm, okay. I'm sure I'm good, girl. <laughs> well, that's good. Let's get right into this topic. So tonight we're going to be speaking about closure. So is closure always helpful or necessary? Mm. So... I got some things to say about that. I might what be a little. I might be a little hmm, disconnected from closure mm. because the way I feel about it is, I'm not here for closure. I just don't care to have it. I just feel like, um, firstly, if you're seeking closure, I feel like this is my personal opinion. You're looking for something specific. Agreed. You're not really like you one would think closure means you tell me whatever it is you felt that got us to this place, and then I I take that and process that. But honestly, with closure, you're looking for something specific from the person that you're wanting the closure from. I um, agree. So, so that means you already have an expectation going into it, right? So that means when you go seek this closure from whomever you're seeking it from and they don't give you what you're expecting, because again, there's an expectation. They don't give you what you're expecting. You're somehow adding more trauma to the situation, in in my opinion. It just gives you more to have to process and unpack because if they don't say what it is you're looking for to hear like now you have to sit and deal with that on top of whatever you're already feeling like for me I always had a motto and I think I told you it before like I would rather hurt getting over you or something than to continue the relationship and continue to be hurt so whatever got me to the place for us to have to dissolve the relationship or situation that's closure enough for me yeah I think for me, I've always, I used to be the person who was like, I need closure, I need closure, I need closure. And that's not just with like relationships. Like I'm also very um, much a person who does not, I like to tie up loose ends. Like I do not like things unraveled. I don't like things that are um, undone. It frustrates me if it is. I either... It it depends on obviously what it is, but I'll go back to relationships because I don't want to get off topic, but mostly with relationships, I have noticed that in my past, I was really big on needing closure. Mm -hmm. And I think in me requiring that closure, it may have allowed me to linger on more too, expecting to receive something from somebody that I knew they weren't capable of providing, right? Like, I'll just say, for instance, my previous relationship that I always talk about, um, I was in that for almost 10 years, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, And that particular relationship, I think every time that we did have a breakup and I was sure that I wanted to break up, I always went back to closure. And when that person would not provide me with that closure and would only use that opportunity to manipulate me and gaslight me into staying, then Mm -hmm. I would stay. But then I would also be somehow comfortable with that. Yeah. Like, I, you know, that sounds really crazy to me now, now that I'm saying it out loud, but somehow I was finding comfort in the fact that I knew that if we had a conversation or if I went to him for closure, that we were going to stay together, if I can be completely honest. Um, you know, after a while, that wears off. Like, after yeah. a while, you're just like, okay, you don't want to... I don't want to deal with the closure. I don't really need nothing from you. And obviously I I eventually got to that point, but I think I really did at certain points find some type of comfort in the fact that we were giving each other some type of um, necessary reason to stay, 
I guess. Mm-hmm. And I can say that may even have been the same situation for him at times. You know, at times that maybe he wanted to leave and he didn't. And when he came to me, I think we both gave each other reasons to stay and talk to each other into it. But I, as a person that now has overcome that, I really see it on a different in a different way. Mm-hmm. I look at it as if if I need closure from you, then I'm not well within myself. Exactly. That's I was gonna go there. <laughs> yeah. If I need closure from you, I'm not well within myself. And you would be better off, as you said, moving on and gaining another situation than trying to stay and receive closure because it only gets worse every time you require some type of closure the fact of the matter is is that I'm gonna say it again that person doesn't have it to give exactly because if they did you would not be in a space where you're needing closure in that space yeah to kind of piggyback off what you said you kind of got comfortable in the space of basically the makeup so I mean, I I guess a long time ago when I did feel like closure was a thing that I needed, it kind of got to the place where it's like, okay, although I really don't believe what you're telling me, the fact that you're willing to tell me this, even though it's BS, you still care a little bit. And that was what, you know, you probably was hanging on or what I was hanging on at the time. So you really realize like it's not either you're going to say something to pacify me in the situation or you're going to totally say something that I'm not willing to accept because I'm looking for something else from you and then I'm going to be hurt even more hurt and mad and needing to process this and then what once I process that do I come back for more closure like I'm just not here for it like I really just feel like I would rather hurt getting over you than continue to hurt by dealing with you at all. Like, I don't like the the fact, I, like you said, closure has to be done with yourself. You have yeah. to become one with yourself, work through and process the situation, and then move on from it. Because to me, closure is just damaging. You're just reopening the wound and possibly putting another Band-Aid on it until it's reopened again. It doesn't help. Yeah, and then when when I really think about in that moment what I felt like I needed it to move forward, and when I mean in that moment, I mean in those the last days of the relationship, I felt like I was coming into some type of um, enlightenment or something. It was kind of weird because... It took me to have a really tragic situation happen in my life for me to recognize that this was no longer something worth playing with or going through. Like, this is my life. You know, this is, you know, time wasted with the same person over and over and over again. And I think that in the moment of losing my mom, I didn't. I chose to pour myself more into, you know, things that would heal me because I needed that healing in that time. So in doing that, I think that at some point I had succumbed to just getting to that point. Like, I'm just done with this. You know, I'm done with this. I really need to be more intentional about how I care for myself, the decisions that I make, you know, for me health-wise, mental-wise, you know, spiritually. And it just got me to that point where it was like, I'm just, I'm over playing the game. So I'm over yeah. the, what if we make it? Because it's less, the situation. Because let's be honest, after 10 years, if you ain't make it, baby, you're not going nowhere. And I knew that, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm never going to sit here and be like, oh, I played the fool. No, I think I, I did what I felt was necessary in that moment but I was also not well if I can be 100% honest like I had previous hurts and other situations and also sought out closure I really didn't get closure from my Mm ex-husband to be going and getting into the new the relationship that I was most recently in because he was the relationship after that so I really didn't have 
although I went to the divorce proceeding, there was never really no full closure because I don't know if I told you guys a story about this, but I'll just put this point out there. Um, you know, one day he just up and decided that he was not going to come home anymore after we agreed that we were going to separate. And it was like, what? And then in that moment, you know, you have a moment of pride, like, okay, I'm not going to deal with this or I don't, you don't want to talk. We're not going to talk. You know, it was kind of one of those situations. And I'm not going to say that we never talked or spoke about it after that, but it also was just one of those moments where I felt like I needed closure. So even when I moved on to a new relationship, I was still having conversations with my ex-husband, hoping to receive not for us to get back together, but just hoping to hear him say something. That's the expectation. Right. Mm-hmm. Hoping to hear something that would be like, okay, cool, we've cut ties. There is no more. Like, I completely understand. But he kept giving me the, maybe we should try again. Or maybe we should. I'm like, I'm in a whole other situation right, right you now. You weren't there anymore. Yeah, I'm like, I'm in a, that's not what I'm looking for from you. But he still could never come to me with what I needed and then obviously I moved over into another relationship and then moving into that relationship it never allowed me that time that I needed to heal and therefore I carried on that same expectation into that relationship so every time I was at a point of ending it just was never ending Mm -hmm. because I still had this expectation for this person to say what I needed to hear in order to move on and then let's just be honest sometimes we get in relationships we know we're supposed to leave and then we wait on them to tell us to leave exactly like just do something or just say something say, yeah just do something like <laughs> I know this is not right for me and that no, was me. I just need you to do yeah I did I read something somewhere recently where or did you send me something I don't know but something somewhere recently I saw a post where oh you did and I think you sent me where the girl was talking about how she knew it was time to leave her relationship was it you but anyway in, in the post she was just saying like she had they had been not on good terms for the longest time they were still living together they were always arguing and fighting and she said this one particular day she was like she just felt like she needed him to tell her that she did not he did not love her anymore she was like I needed him so I just kept telling him like just tell me tell me you don't love me tell me you don't love me she like at first he wouldn't say it and then she was like he finally was like okay I don't love you and she was like in that moment it clicked she was like it clicked like that was exactly what I needed to leave this relationship so just even speaking about that lady's story it's like we know we should not be here that's That's the whole that's like a Karen and Zach moment from Sisters. You know, I love that show, but... Yeah, but the girl was <clears throat> honestly saying, like, after he said it, he just left. And she was like, I literally sat on the floor and cried for hours and cried for hours. And yeah. she was like, God told her at that time that if she did not leave, she was going to die. I Did I send that you to you? Sent that to I had to, and you sent that to me. And she was like, so not physically, not physically die. But if I did not leave, I was going to die. She's like, but in that moment, she's like, I sat there and cried for hours. She's like, I didn't have money to leave. I didn't know where I was going. So she like, God, I'm like, okay, so what you want me to do now? Like, I, I did it. I'm leaving where I go now. But anyway, just even telling that story, it's like, it just makes me sad. Even just thinking about situations I've been through in the past where it's like, just speaking about me and being a woman or us just being women, period, like, even in the last moments where you know it's over, it's nothing else we can do, we're still hoping and wishing and hanging on for them to say or do something to make us be like, okay, we're fine again until, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's the whole expectation of it. Like, that's why for me, I had to learn that I don't need closure because closure is either going to be a trap or more trauma, which even either way is still more trauma. And just watch out for the men who know that they ain't no good for you. You know, you that know when not they cry, I don't know tears come out. Girl, <laughs> girl, when they be on, down on their knees, child, Man. like crying, you will get down on your knees for that, but you won't. Okay, Listen. that's not, I'm not even going there. 
because I'm, I'm not bitter, but I'm definitely triggered easily by certain situations. But yeah, and then it's a, a whole other side of it where it's just not in a monogamous, a monogamous relationship where it can be in friendship. And I always talk to y'all about I've experienced a lot of my traumas and things like that from friendships. Like, mm-hmm. I had a friendship that I was in for a very long time. And maybe one day I'll speak about how it ended, but not today. Now it's not the time, but it ended. And I just literally, I'm the type of person like when I'm done, once I say I don't care, I've literally made up my mind. I don't care. Like, yeah. until it starts just showing up like okay I'm not okay with this situation that yeah. can happen for years when it comes to me like I'm not okay with this situation then this person started to seek me out again like wanting to be cool and I just was not there like no like we not gonna forget about what you did you know so I was like okay fine this person keeps seeking me out let me just go ahead and have a sit down and we had this sit down y'all and I literally like Express everything that I felt, how I expressed, how this person hurt me, how it made me feel to the point that I cried. Like, I cried. Like, I was not looking to move on in the friendship. You know, I felt like we were two different people anyway at that point in two different places. Like, I was no longer who I once was, you know, because by this time, a couple years had passed. But anyway, like, I cried and it was literally like, she just like, don't cry. There was no, never no acknowledgement. No, No, it was never no acknowledgement. And that's the thing, like, that's the expectation of it all. I was looking for her to say something, so that hurt me. I walked away even more hurt. You get what I'm saying? Because you didn't say what I was wanting you to say to be able to move on from this. So now I just got more hurt added onto this. So now I'm even more angry with you than before because now this is added to it so I literally learned that like I don't need closure from people I need to find closure with myself I need to sit and process whatever the pain or hurt or trauma was from the situation that I could have potentially felt like I needed closure from and processing that space because looking for it from other people especially obviously if you're needing closure you were hurt in some way or form right if this person can hurt you to the point you need closure they ain't got it to give you at all and at at some point you have to acknowledge that like I'm on my own with this one you know like I gotta figure this out and unfortunately sometimes it takes so many times that that happening before you realize this person just does not have it to give Mm -hmm. like how can I expect for this person who has done me wrong put me in all types of bad positions Mm -hmm. and then I go to them with my whole heart and tell them I need closure that's like uh I don't want to say I don't want to say I don't want to say what came to mind but literally that's like taking a gun to your head and shooting yourself like you exactly. might as well just hurt your you, you know what I mean you might as yeah. well just do something to hurt yourself it's self-inflicted that's, that's it's, what you're doing. I guess it's what's exactly. the best term to use it's a self-inflicted um moment of harming yourself because if you were within your right mind you would never expose your heart to somebody you know that has already broken or hurt you Multiple and expect times. them to heal you or exactly. help you heal like that's ridiculous and I, when I'm, as I'm saying that, I'm thinking back on moments where I was that person. Yeah. Like going to you with my whole, and I, and I haven't just done it once or twice, like so many times to the point where I, where I had to just realize it in a moment. Like I said, it took a moment of, I probably, had I not had that moment of enlightenment, I probably would have carried on that way. Exactly. Because two, I think. If we can be 100% honest and we want to dig a little deeper, some of those things just come from past childhood trauma. And not to get too into childhood trauma because they're, honey, please. We'll go there one day, guys. One day. But if you are requiring for somebody, you have an expectation for a person who is 
does not have that responsibility to or obligation to heal you, assist you, or aid in helping you in any type of way, that only comes from you having that expectation for your parents who nine times out of 10, either one or two of them were not there Mm -hmm. and was not able to give you what you needed in an emotional time in which you needed it. And when that happens, unfortunately, we take that as some type of a trait and we carry that throughout our lives, looking and searching for that same moment in which that maybe one or two times or maybe even multiple times we were hurt or bothered by our parents not being present for us in an emotional moment. Exactly. That is so true. And You just grow up and then you become this person, right? Yes. And then as we continue to talk about it, it's just like you kind of touched on it, but it's like you when you really sit back and think about it, like expecting someone else, whether it's closure or just anything else, expecting someone else to fill you with anything. Yeah. You're not well. And I don't mean it's in a bad place because I've been there before. Like, I've been there before. Like, you cannot possibly be well expecting somebody else to pour something into you to make you feel whole. True. Like, you just not well. And at that point, that's when you have to literally self-reflect and, again, process in that space. Yeah. I just think it's crazy that... I don't know it it takes us so long even as people like it takes us so long to grasp certain things you would think that it would be easy but in my big 30 some odd year old age it took me just that long mm-hmm. and when I say I've been I've had relationships and like you said not just relationships with men or, or boys or whatever but relationships with friends um I wasn't really big on a lot of friends when I was in school, but I, I think just the few that I have had were always very close to me. And I never really had those type of like issues with them. But when it comes to like people that were really, really close to me that have affected me in that way. And I think even to this day, because I just gave up on the closure piece. Mm -hmm. Like maybe I would say even just more recently than before, I just gave up on closure pieces with those particular people who have affected me in a way that kind of altered the way that I view friendships. You know, Mm -hmm. if if I'm going to be honest, like it altered the way that I view friendships, which is why I don't have very many friends. My circle is very small when it comes to friends. Um, And now I also have a very low tolerance for people who I feel like are not there. Because if, if you show me now, if you show me that sign that in a moment where a friend should be a friend and you're not present... Yeah. Or if you just are not there around, can't doesn't don't have the ability to show any compassion, I can't have you in my circle. Mm-hmm. I just can't because I'm a compassionate, caring person. Like I'm loyal. I'm all of these things. So what I bring to the table in my friendships, it's like now I expect to have that reciprocated. She is an amazing friend, y'all. I, I try to be, you know, <laughs> you know, I try, but I'm, I'm being a hundred because I have had people not be there for me who I know there were times that if they called me and they picked up the phone and said, this is, this is going on. I made a way to be with them, exactly. you know, or even if we didn't see each other for years at a time, if they were a good friend and we could always pick up year after year, whatever, have dinner, lunch or whatever together and pick up like we never left off. If they were to call me and say, my mom has this going on. Okay, I'm coming. You know, where y'all at? I'm going to, I'm going to pull up on you, you know? And that was just me. But if that is not reciprocated in a moment where I need that type of support, we can't be friends. And you really don't have an excuse 
or not even an excuse. You don't even have a good reason for why you were not present. We, I just can't do it. Yeah. And I guess a lot of the topics we talked about thus far, I have spoke about my experiences on a friendship level. And I just want to give a little context behind why most of my things are friendship level because I've like suffered like one of the biggest betrayals of my life at 17 in a relationship and I know a lot of y'all waiting on me to talk about that and I will but not today um so (laughs) so that that situation like took such a big toll on me for years that I operated different when it came to me being in a relationship with a man like I didn't I, I just never got hurt the same from that point on just for clarity maybe I misheard you we're talking about a friendship right no no oh. I, what I said was I speak a lot about my perspective or experiences from friendships because I suffered the biggest like betrayal in a relationship at 17 okay okay so with that being the case like I just operated different when it came to me being in a relationship with a man like I just I've never been hurt the same from that so imagine being 17 being hurt and you just can't even compare another hurt to that when it comes to relationships right so I think a lot of it like I just until my husband I just didn't have the same type of how do I describe it the same type of I really don't know how to describe it but I just really didn't expect people to not do things in a relationship it was like okay you gonna do something I might as well prepare myself for it mentally so that's why a lot of my experiences come from friendships so that situation I thought I needed closure from and I don't want to get too much into it because I'm going to speak about it guys I know y'all want to hear it. But that situation for a long time, I felt like I needed closure from. And I wasn't mentally okay for like years. I don't think people knew it unless I, you were close to me and I spoke about it. But yeah, so a lot of my like trust and expectations in a relationship came from friendship from that point. So it just kind of helped me or not helped me, but had me operated in the space where you know, I allowed myself to be hurt in friendships more than I did in relationships because I was more open in friendships. I didn't expect certain things to happen, you know, but just to bring it, you know, back a little bit, I ain't here for closure, y'all. I just have to figure it out on my own. (laughs) Like, I don't, I do not, I'm gonna say it again. I've said it twice. I would rather hurt getting over you than to continuously hurt by dealing with you like I'm gonna figure it out on my own we ain't no closure and I just pray that if because I'm sure I've hurt somebody before and I just hope that if I have like they not one day wanting closure from me because I would hate to inflict more hurt by not meeting your expectation at that point yeah let let's just dig a little deeper right because I'm interested to see what your perspective is on this let's say there if there are people out there and I think we've all done this if there are people out there who has this understanding for their closure that they don't require maybe physical closure like going to that person having a conversation maybe if they don't require that they go and they do things that they feel will give them closure like that that one saying is is the best way to get over somebody is to get up under somebody else like that to me is still seeking closure it's like to me another form of closure you may not be seeking closure from that person but in order for you to feel like you can relieve yourself from feeling hurt or abandoned or whatever you feel in that moment when you don't receive that closure you find yourself too quickly moving into another situation another relationship because although you may not 
and it could probably be pride. I don't know. And maybe you are too prideful to go to that person and, be, and ask for that closure that you feel like you need. But instead of doing that, you, oh, I'm gonna go and give me another guy, or I'm gonna go and give me another girl. And now, whatever brokenness that you have from you that previous relationship. You're just adding it to whatever new relationship. And it may not even be a long relationship, but you have the ability to hurt the next person carrying whatever you have and bringing it into that next relationship. How do you view how do you view that? I'ma um answer that in one second, but I need to hone in on something. Okay. The saying the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody else. We learned that from somewhere, right? And whoever Uh taught that you know how dysfunctional that is? <laughs> like, do, do you not know how dysfunctional that is? Like, I would never, ever teach my girls that or my son. Like, I will never. Like, we need to, if you out here telling anybody to do that, please stop. That's so dysfunctional. You're basically telling this person you should be caring about to inflict more hurt and pain on themselves because it ain't helping nothing. That's crazy because, listen, I watched a TikTok specifically on that um, that saying, and this girl was like, so I remember being 17 years old, having my first boyfriend, and I went to my auntie and told her how he completely hurt me, like, you know, I was, she was like, I was so in my feelings, I was distraught, like, you know, you have your first boyfriend who's your first everything, and she was like, he was my first everything. And she was like, you know, when he broke up with me, he actually started dating another girl. And I actually found out. He never told me, but I actually found out from someone else. And she was like, um, you know, she was expecting that closure. But she was like, she knew that in that moment, he was not able to give it to her. So she went to her auntie and she asked her auntie, are you, what would you do? what should I do? I don't know what to do. You know, I feel all this hurt and I have all these emotions. I've never felt like this before. And her auntie told her the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody. She was like, she was like, even in that moment, she was like, even in that moment, as she told me that she was like, I thought like, what? She was like, you know, I I wasn't to for me to be 17 in my 17 year old age she was like I was just like what she was like now that I really think back about that she was like think about just what you said think about how dysfunctional that was you had no other words to tell me as your niece who's 17 going through a breakup her first hurt and all you can tell me is to get up under somebody else like that's crazy never ever teach my girls my nieces like I I don't like it it's so dysfunctional so instead of okay niece I know you heard him let's you know you gon' just talk about it you know you gonna feel these things you need to just figure out where you want to go next just addressing it better but to tell her at 16 17 years old get under somebody else like that's so dysfunctional like I uh, now that we over that <laughs> No, it is, no, and I'm sorry, not to, because I think this is a really good point to be at, to even yeah. talk about this closure piece, but to really, um, to really kind of hone in on it a little bit, I just feel like if you are the type of person that can tell that to somebody who is 17 years old. You had to have experienced so many hurts mm-hmm. that this is how and you not had no and had not had no guidance mm-hmm. or no understanding or at least the same verbiage given to you to mm-hmm. be able to pass on to somebody else. And you know and better you do better. That's, that's just under, it. That's understandable and honestly I agree with I agree with that statement that statement to a point. Because even if you don't know yeah, better, just hearing work. that back, right? Like just hearing that back, like, okay, but did it help you? Your 17 year old niece come to you saying, do this. Think about all the times you did it, ma'am. Did right. it help you? Did it help like, you? Right. At some point you learned a lesson, you're ignoring it. And now you're teaching yeah. wrong values. Like I, I just cannot stand it. Don't 
I wish I would tell my niece that. Listen, girl, you listen. You want to pray together, niece? Yeah, and me even being, and before we move on from this, me even being a person who witnessed it happening to one of my aunties where her relationship was ending and she found herself guy after guy after guy after guy entertaining to me what I saw on the outside was entertaining her emotions because what you're not allowing to happen is what you really feel to break through so that you can start to heal so you're afraid to feel whatever that hurt whatever that fear whatever all of those underlying things that come to surface when somebody breaks your heart you're afraid to feel that so much that you just mask it with and pacify it and pacify it with person after person after person after person after person and the crazy thing about that is is that you end up being that person because now you have found a way to pacify whatever emotions that you're feeling, whatever it is that you're going through. And you're not making meaningful relationships at all. And you're not healing. So not only are you broken, but you are taking that brokenness into relationships that maybe could have been something. Mm-hmm. Now you're so dysfunctional that whatever you have now, now that travels over into your relationship with your children because they're seeing this dysfunction exactly they understand it at certain points to be dysfunction it even may some of them may not some of them may look at it like oh well that's what mom did that's what dad did exactly i actually had a friend love you to death friend you probably don't know i'm talking about you when i say this but um who went through a break breakup and was kind of didn't necessarily say that but like going down that path and I saw it and for me as a friend I'm just like okay like okay I didn't you know bash her or make her feel like she was wrong but I did just you know kind of tell her in those meaningless relationships I would ask like okay do you really like this person do you really feel like this person is a rebound or do you see yourself having a future with this person and she knew exactly what it was and what was going on but for me personally as her friend like I literally prayed for her like I would pray for her I just didn't like seeing my friend in that space not saying she was out here like doing it with everybody that she was but even like she wasn't healing from what I knew I knew she was hurting and she was not in a place where she was even attempting to heal she only wanted to mask what she was feeling and it's getting over a breakup is a hard thing we all know we've been through it's it's a very hard thing but like again I don't want to waste time getting over this Right. I want let's just face it head on everybody's not like me you take your process and do what you will but the whole get under somebody else to get over somebody like that's not good guys <laughs> like let's not do that not at all let's not do that at all it, it, it doesn't help you're actually inflicting more hurt to yourself and you're adding more people to that hurt for sure mm-hmm. sad oh my god I don't even think I answered the question because I was too stuck, <laughs> too stuck on that thing. Well, I think you kind of did answer it. Um, you kind of went into, you know, talking about obviously the infliction and all of that. Yeah. And maybe, maybe we kind of answered it as we kind of talked together. But I really did want to bring that up because I think that when we think about closure, we really do just look at it one-sided like oh we're going to this person and have an expectation for this person but then what about the expectation for yourself exactly you know what I mean like how are you aligning yourself to even be healthy enough in that moment to move on past that person exactly and then have you ever gotten the closure you felt like you needed and decided to continue the relationship whatever that may have been or looked like for you and you ain't never one day just look up operating in y'all old space now y'all done went back to normal we operating in our old space you never just looked up or looked over at them like what am I doing no I've, I've had the complete opposite I've had the closure that I needed and that person was well enough 
yeah. to move on. And I was so perturbed that so you think I had not back to normal now. Yeah, like <laughs> how dare you? So are we? So yeah, like how dare you just tell me that this is not a thing anymore? That oh, by the way, you're right. I'm not comfortable with this. We're not moving forward, and I'm supposed to just sit in that, right? And then not only that, it's like. Let's just say you did go back into it, just a little scenario I was bringing up, and you can't get over whatever it is they did, right? And so you operating in that space where you're happy one minute, you're mad the next, and they can't deal with it, and they expect you to just be okay. You do not get to tell me how I move on from a situation. True. Oh, you yeah. Want now, you now want me to pacify you because I somewhat forgiving you and you want things to just be back normal I'm not gonna be okay every day I've been on both sides to dictate that that. yeah Yeah. I know how that feels it's pain first of all it's painful to watch somebody else go through a pain that you have inflicted on them yes let alone now you're just like okay we talked about it move past it yes because because I remembered even in the moment of looking at somebody like, okay, they've decided to continue with the relationship and I have caused them pain, whether it was deliberate or not, right? Mm -hmm. I've caused them pain and they are affected emotionally and I'm watching them go through their days just traumatized, like really broken, like really hurt. And I just wanted to be over with because honestly, like, (laughs) yeah, like not only that, but Seeing you to, hurt, I'm hurting too. Right, it hurts me it. to see you hurt when I I can't do anything to fix it. It's just a process that you have to go through and heal from. But who knows how long that's going to take. And then I'm in a corner somewhere praying that it hurry up and takes place. Because mm-hmm. I can't deal with seeing you walking around being so sad. Because it makes me so sad. Now the vibes are off. Mm-hmm. Now we're not the same and now I don't know how this yeah and I don't know how this is going to end but to be on the other side of it and have been the one that's hurt and have somebody to continuously be like oh well I said sorry or you should be over by now we we can't keep harping on this if you're going to move forward it's like yeah maybe you're right about that but I can't just turn it off because you turn turn, it off right I can't just turn this off like I'm affected and now I need to heal. Unfortunately, you need to allow me that space. Right. And unfortunately, I'm in this relationship with you that I've decided to be in. And oddly enough, think that I could do that and go through the healing process at the same time. But in reality, it does affect both parties. So I'm pretty yeah. sure in that moment, he was affected too. Like, well, I just want to see her get better. I just want to get back to normal. You know, I just want to. But at the same time, it's like. I, I want can't just go back to normal, too, but I can't <laughs> right. just do it at the snap of a finger. I can't <laughs> just go back to normal. Like yeah. it's not. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I, oof. we really hit on some tough, some tough points. I didn't think that we would get that deep with this. I didn't either. <laughs> but I, I mean, either, I guess, but... I guess it, it goes that deep when you really think about it. Exactly. Yep. I, I'm gonna say it again, guys. I'm not here for closure. <laughs> You can keep your closure because I'm going to fix me. With and neither, and neither am I because I, I feel like I'm, I'm doing my fixing now and I'm not looking for nothing specific. I'm just looking for me, yeah. child. That's it. Just looking for me. That's it, guys. We, so what y'all think? Y'all here for closure? You think closure is helpful? You think, well, have you been in a situation where you got the closure that you needed and it actually helped mm-hmm. you move on, whether with or without the person? Like, we need to know. Yeah, let us, us know, guys. Let us know. Let us know. Well, I guess at this point we can move on to our Would You Tell segment. Mm-hmm. Would you tell friend? You already know. She always telling y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think... I'm going to just start by saying that some of these are real life situations. <laughs> I think you said that on the first and, one. And some are pretty much fabricated, but we want to know and we want to make sure that you guys entertain us and let us know. Would you tell? Would you tell? Would you tell? So my first would you tell would be if you knew your friend was the second 
So, if you had a friend, let's give names. You know how to go. Okay, let's give names. I'm gonna say if you had a friend named Brandon. Oh, well, I'm sorry. No, that would be the guy's name. So we're gonna use the guy's name as Brandon. Mm -hmm. And if you had a a friend named Melissa, right? Mm -hmm. So Melissa, it's not about me. Just so y'all know. <laughs> this is to be my name. This is not about me. So finish. Okay. <laughs> so this is not about her. But if she had a friend named Melissa, and Melissa had a guy that she was dating named Brandon, mm -hmm. but you knew prior to them dating that he was also entertaining another woman. I'll say Vicky. So he was entertaining Vicky. But this was in one of those quote unquote friend moments, right? So let's just say him and Melissa were not together initially. He was also entertaining Vicky at the same time he was entertaining Melissa. Okay. So he was dating both of them at the same time. Right. But okay. then he decided to choose Melissa, but only because Vicky turned him down. Okay. Let me repeat this. So. I have a friend named Melissa who's dating Brandon. I'm friends with Brandon too, right? Yes, mutual friends. Okay. So, Brandon and Melissa are dating. At the same time, Brandon is dating... Vicky. Vicky, right? Mm -hmm. So, Brandon decides to get serious with Melissa only because he tried to get serious with Vicky first and Vicky turned him down. Mm-hmm. What'd I tell? Would you tell Melissa because she's your friend? Yes, and I'm telling Brandon that I'm telling. <laughs> like, like first so what is that? So what, what is that is conversation, conversation like? like with Brandon okay. though? Okay, like Brandon, why are you playing with my friend? <laughs> and Brandon gonna be like, "What you mean? Like, no, you know you was feeling Vicky first. You know you only chose Melissa because Vicky did not give you the time that you wanted. Like, why would you do that to my friend? Have you even told her?" What Brandon? Mm. I don't know what. What if Brandon be like, "Fam, you know you wrong. Why would you tell me?" Don't fam me, bro. Because first of all, <laughs> you don't need to be doing my friend like that. You like Vicky. You but I'm just be, saying. Like, but I'm just saying though. Why would Why would you do that? You know I'm with her. You know I chose her. We together. What's the problem? The problem is my friend ain't nobody's second choice, and I'm not about to make her another second. And I'm telling her. So either you tell her or I'm going to tell her. But either way, she going to know. She going to know. Mm. You tell her. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Tell I don't know. When it comes to my like friends, when it comes to me being friends with somebody, I'm loyal. That's one thing about me. I'm never going to not tell my friends. Yeah, and then I it depends. On, it get a little tricky sometimes. It depends on the person. We talk about It depends on the person. And it. And here's, here's another thing that's very sensitive to me. Like, when they're married. Like, it's different. To me, it's different. You can't so even go married? To... No, I'm just saying. It's different oh. when you have a friend that's a single friend dating somebody versus mm -hmm. a married friend. Like, you know this they forever person. And you go on to them like, mm. no, you better tell me. Okay, so then that, that'll carry me over into our next would you tell. Okay. So... If you were asked to be a bridesmaid at a wedding and you weren't necessarily like a close friend with this person, like she kind of just needed some more girls, but you knew her from, let's just say you knew her from work or something like that, right? And she was getting married and she was like, oh, you know, since we're cordial at work, you know, she's your work friend. Would you be my bridesmaid? First of all, I'm saying no, but go ahead. If I say yeah, keep it on. Go ahead. Oh my God. Just stick <laughs> with the program. Listen, marriages and all that is sacred. You don't just throw people it up is, in there. But, but it, go happens, ahead. Okay, it happens okay. more than you know, okay? So I said yes. So you said yes to being a bridesmaid at the wedding. Then you found out you find out from an actual friend that she has a friend. Who said? Friend, give names because it's confusing. Okay, I'm sorry. It, it's gonna take a lot of names with this one. So, my coworker is your coworker is Samantha. Stephanie. 
Stephanie. Oh, we were on those S's though. You you feel me, friend? We was together, girl. Okay, so we'll go with Stephanie. Mm -hmm. So Stephanie was a coworker, and Stephanie asked you to be the bridesmaid, but you had a friend named Jackie, Mm -hmm. and she was your good Judy. Like y'all was good, real good friends, right? Mm And then Jackie had a friend named, I'll say Jenna. Jackie had a friend named Jenna. Jenna slept with the bride's husband. And you found that out through Jackie. So Jackie was like, oh, you going to her way? You you a bridesmaid at her wedding? Oh, girl, by the way. Wait, Jackie is the bride friend. (laughs) No, Jackie is not the bride. Stephanie is Stephanie the bride. Is the bride. Okay, got it. Okay. So Stephanie is the bride. Jackie is your best friend, your good friend, Jackie. And then and Jenna, Jenna is, is Jackie. Jackie's friend. You don't know Jenna. Oh, okay. That's Jackie's friend. But Jackie is coming to you like, oh, you going to that wedding? Oh, they getting married? I thought he was dealing with my friend, Jenna. Mm-hmm. And you like, Oh, girl, don't tell me that. Would you tell the bride? All right, I got to repeat this back. <laughs> so, me and Stephanie worked together. I agreed to be in Stephanie's wedding. Mm-hmm. And I tell my friend... Jackie. Jackie, that I'm in my co-worker Stephanie's wedding. And she's getting and married she, to... She's getting married to him. And she tells me that her friend Jenna is messing with the groom. Would I tell Stephanie? Mm-hmm. No. How you gonna I'm, be in this lady wedding and I tell why her? Why was she... I'm not her... You don't know me like that. Why would you pick me to be in your wedding? It's... We just talked about this. This is sacred. No, I'm not gonna tell her because first of all... <laughs> I don't know Jenna. I don't know if Jenna's lying. I don't know how long ago the relationship was. Like, they're actually getting married. Like, I just would not take that back to her. Like, I so don't think I, it would be my place. So, I think that... I agree with you. I would not tell. But this is the, this is the first one. See, I got you on that one. This is your first. You would not tell. Yeah, I ain't telling. Mm-hmm. You ain't telling. <laughs> but... So, just to kind of give context between the two, would you tell? I think that I wouldn't tell. And that's the reason why I said it's kind of hard when somebody is married. Because this is like a lifelong commitment, right? Like, it's not just somebody's boyfriend or somebody that they're just dating or whatever. Like, it's no, it's a friend. sacred commitment. You saying it no, but what you mean? It is a sacred commitment, but I'm just saying, like, I don't care. If, if it were you... My and I was married. Friend. No, not even married. You were getting married to this person. Let's just say it was you and you were getting married to this person. And I found all this information from a best friend about your soon-to-be husband. I would tell you. As you should. Yeah. It's just the, the severity of the relationship. I'm definitely telling you. I wouldn't tell her because it's like, I don't know you like that again. I don't know how you're going to react. I don't know if me telling you this going to do anything or what it'll do or whatever. But you is like, okay, listen, this is what I heard. We need to go see this girl before you walk down this aisle and see what it really is. So, okay, so let's look at that from a different angle, right? If I was married. And friend, you know... When I'm in a relationship with somebody, I'm super serious. Like, you got to come to me gentle about my bae. I not to tell, well, you weren't married, but I had to give you a little bit of something on the relationship before. And I'm like, I wasn't going to tell not you in that, this. Not in that context, That was real minor, though. though. I still yeah. would tell you. I, like, what but I wasn't thing? married. It's different to me. I don't know. And y'all can't, huh, please, y'all, like, let us know. Am I, because... I need to know if I'm tripping, but it's okay. I'll just say this. Like, I know that if my friend, so if you, you and your husband, if I had something or I heard something like that would completely affect your marriage, it would be so hard for me to tell like but it would, would you ha- tell being hard and actually telling would you tell 
I'm going to tell you. I don't care if you married or not. I'm not saying that I wouldn't tell, but I think that it would take me some pray. <laughs> It'll take a lot for me. Yeah, It'll I'm take me some pray praying. About it It'll take me some. I could never just be like, oh, somebody told me such and such. Let me pick up the phone and call no, my No, exactly. That's what I was like, about I to say. Never like, I could never. My delivery get... will definitely be appropriate. So in this situation, if it was your husband, after I didn't prayed about it and all of that, the way I would present it to you is like, hey, just want you to know, I don't know this to be fact, but maybe this is something we need to look into together. And this is what took place, right? I don't know this girl. I ain't spoke to her. I can't tell you. I seen it with my own eyes, but this is what's happening. Let's figure this out. Like, I wouldn't just come to you like, girl, he doing it because I don't know it to be fact. She could be lying. Yeah. But the fact that it's out there and people could, I would never let somebody be able to throw something in your face that I ha- I was privy to. That you ever. was privy to. Because then yeah. it's like, when you find out, why would why didn't you tell me? Why you ain't tell me? Because you knew. So you allowed me to go through all this embarrassment and not be geared right, up Because then it, if like, you don't tell me, and then I end up finding out from another source or another way, and I come to you like, this is what I found out, and I'm so distraught. What do you say then? Oh, girl, I been knew that. Or do you, you going to keep it to yourself? Because now you're like, what do I do? Just to be clear, I'm not saying that I will not tell, but it really would take me a whole lot because I'm very sensitive when it comes to marriages. I'm very, I just feel like it's one of those things that you just don't, I'm going to be honest, this is the only way I wouldn't tell you, if God said not to. Yeah, I agree with that. If God was like, no. Because that way, if it did come back and you'd be like, and this would happen, I'd be like, I knew about that, but honestly, God told me not to tell you. I would tell you, like prayed about it I wasn't supposed to speak yeah that's why I would have to specifically go to prayer on it because I'd be like "Ooh, I am not one to carry a bone and I just don't know if taking back this one would be effective so Ooh, father God if you find out <laughs> anything about my husband you do not at that point one all uh, of a sudden inflict the spirit at a hush God don't you reveal talk, nothing to okay? me about her husband please tell, do somebody else on that <laughs> Don't have to tell me because I want to know. Any other time, Lord, you know she don't got the spirit of the hush. Don't give it to her then. <laughs> I want to know. God, and don't I'm telling. Me. Do not use me. <laughs> I, mean, I want to know. Lord. And I'm telling. I just would y'all tell? Yeah, would y'all tell? Let us know. I know. Like, for real, for real. Tell me, would you tell? Yeah, let us know, y'all. Hit us up. We always say this. We always give our handles. We always give locations where you can find us, platforms that we're on. Y'all are not hitting us up, and I don't know how I feel about that. How do you feel about that? There's a little bit of hitting up, but, like, don't be afraid. We want to hear from y'all. Let us know. No, who hitting us up that I don't know, because I ain't seeing it. Don't give me the wink wink. (laughs) If y'all see her, she winking at me like y'all. I'll they tell you later. They kind of hitting later. us up, so maybe y'all are hitting us up. And for those who are hitting us up, please forgive me. But I will say again, you can always find us on IG at Golden underscore Perceptions and on Facebook at Golden Perceptions Podcast. Also, we can be found on obviously Spotify if this is where you're listening and. Our Gmail for contact, questions, concerns, suggestions, and all of that other great stuff. And while you guys are here, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let me say this. While you guys are here on Spotify, if you're on Spotify listening to us, please hit the notification bell so you do not miss when an episode is uploaded. And don't be afraid to give us a rating. We appreciate all the feedback. I'm sorry. Y'all, and just because she was rude, I'm going to give y'all the email again because she cut me off mid drift. It was in email. my spirit to say that. Okay, me. sorry. I'm going to let your spirit live. So, again, that email Don't is again Golden like Perceptions. Because <laughs> I, you know, I was I was getting ready with to the mama you, but I'm conviction. like with the I'm mama like, conviction with no we, kids we are no, I'm a, in this for real tell them, tell them. 
Okay, guys. <clears throat> Again, that uh, email is goldenperceptions.kn at gmail.com. And again, we would love to hear from you guys. We like interactions. We want to interact with you more. Um, we appreciate you guys for listening. Absolutely. Until next time. Goodbye. Bye.